Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. On this week's Nonsensible Podcast. The weirdest thing I was scared of was success. You have to be a philosopher for this yeah. one. So I always use it like, like you're always born with empty hand and you're going to go back with empty hand. I'm going to squash that fucking cockroach. I'm going to get on that plane and act like I'm not afraid of the plane just so my kids. Whoa. And then when they're old enough, I'll you tell them. act in front of the When kids. I'm old enough, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah. tell them, yeah, I'm afraid of this stuff. But I didn't want you to be afraid. This is nonsensible. This is nonsensible. I literally forgot the name of our podcast. <laughs> was like, it's nonsensical. I, yeah, I kind of felt like that was the direction it was going. I, was, I thought if I just stayed quiet and looked at the paper, you'd just go on and say, <laughs> keep talking. I, I was kind of having a look at the paper to see if the title of the show was on there, but it wasn't. It wasn't that's why, yeah. that's why I was, yeah. gonna, I was like, uh, nonsensical or sensible? Right. Sensible? One more, nonsensible. Okay. This is Nonsensible with Dave and Sam. Okay. What's up, everyone? This is a show where we invite our friends, including yourself, to listen into a wide range of discussion from personal stories to taking sides on hot debates. We are joined with Andreas Unlucky. Please introduce yourselves. Wow, I haven't heard that much of English in a while. <laughs> yeah, right? That <laughs> was actually one. quite polished. Did you just read that off the paper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I'm really good uh, at reading yeah, off paper. Yeah. Hi to everyone at Nonsensible. The most uh, sensible people are doing this nonsensible show. This is Lucky from India. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is Andreas. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to talk with you guys. Okay, uh, for, for, <laughs> listener, for some of our listeners and viewers who may not know who sure. you are, why don't you both give our listeners, our viewers, a bit of a, uh, a bit of background information as to, to who you are and what you do here. Oh, dear career. Lord. That's gonna, Lucky's background is going to take yeah, the it's entire… 25 years, you know. It's a, I'm just learning new <laughs> stuff, so I know. Okay, yeah. one minute background. Been living in Korea for eight years. I've been working as a personal trainer. Been doing some uh, some bang song stuff. Bang uh, song uh, by television. Uh, television, television stuff. <laughs> some television stuff. Um, I have the fortune to hang out with really cool people, and uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate, and I'm a really happy guy. Yeah, yeah, he has a great body it. and really right, pretty so eyes. It's really uh, funny. Andres is really funny. <laughs> Yeah. Hi guys. Uh, my name is Lucky. My Indian name is uh, Abhishek. My family name is Gupta. So Abhishek Gupta is my Indian name. My nickname is Lucky, which is easy to pronounce. I came in 96, 25 years back. Wow. 
and studied Korean. I'm uh, trading in commodities, running a restaurant, and also doing some television. Uh, most of you must be seeing uh, on Netflix uh, a show called Non Summit or uh, Korean Foreigners. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to Korea for the first time. These are the few shows I did on Korean television. Are they, and, they're on uh, Netflix. They're all on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So you can see Non Summit on Netflix, uh, Korean Foreigners. They uh, let all sorts of television shows on Netflix these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's you know it's 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 quite fun. You know, like uh, when I first came to. Korea. I never thought I would be uh, making so many friends here. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, Sam, you know, uh, he's been on television forever. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> For, yeah. uh, actually, Lucky was, I remember when I first came to Korea, Lucky was actually on television quite a lot back then. Was it, was it the rapping season? He did, he, he, he did a song and it was um, G.O.D. Yeah. had... It's a parody. He did a parody of that so, and called it so, D.O.G. So if you reverse G.O.D., yeah. uh, it becomes D.O.G. So we did uh, that thing. And uh, remember, it was fun times. You know, like uh, we did a show and then Sam just went from like, he did Gag concert, all these skits and uh, yeah. He blew up. He 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 was everywhere, and I was uh, trying to sell some sesame seeds, make some money. <laughs> sesame, sesame seeds, but yeah. sesame seed business has been good. It's, it's you know everything is good. We are all fortunate, you know. Like, uh, hang on, you're selling sesame seeds, yes, in Korea. So uh, Indian sesame seeds in Indian Korea, and African. So we we bring the sesame seeds for the Korean government. So there is a government body called AT Agricultural Trade. Uh-huh. So we do their global tenders, and uh, I'm, I, I can say proudly I'm doing seventy percent of the sesame business. If in Korea. you say open sesame, Lucky is the one yes. who opens the door. So you still, okay. yeah, that's it's oh. uh, it's my company's called India Agro Company Limited. So you should call it Open Sesame Why Limited. You, I never knew that about you. I thought it's, you, were, you, know, it, I thought you were just running it, a it's, restaurant. It's, that's it's, it. it's very complicated to explain this business model because well, Indian guys selling, selling sesame, sesame seeds. But you know, I don't sell, I don't retail it. I only give it to the government and the government retail it because Korea and uh, North Korea and South Korea, technically they're still under war. You know, it's a ceasefire. Mm. And uh, this particular government body called AT Center, uh, it was established in 1970. And their job is basically to procure staple food for the South Korean population in case there is a war situation. Ah. So they have 70 warehouses all over Korea. Dave <laughs> <laughs> is like, Lucky, why are you talking so serious? I'm trying, that I'm trying to be quiet with the no, eyes. No. Well, see, this is a nonsensical show and we have to make some uh, some sensible no, man, talking, I guess. Somebody has to do that. sesame seeds, man. It's so <laughs> interesting. All right. This is, this is, this is oh, all going to get babe. edited. Dave is, Dave is suffering. Okay, right, Dave so is suffering. Hang on. Can I just tell our viewers Please how, how do. I'm so freaking hungover and I have I don't drink anymore. Well, I I guess I just started, but <laughs> I haven't drank in a long time and I was and I'm reminded kindly why I stopped drinking in the first place. By hangovers like hangovers get bad. What was it? Soju? Was soju the poison last it was night? Soju. <laughs> you look so good, Dave. I haven't seen yeah, like you you look really good. Appreciate it, man. I I think I saw a post on Instagram at like four o'clock this morning. Yeah, it was I deleted that. <laughs> <laughs> rolling into bed but at yeah. 4 o'clock were you feeling cute when you posted it yeah I was feeling really cute I was it was feeling lovely I was awake I, 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 I wake up at about 6 o'clock in the morning and he's getting to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning dude I don't have I'm not married but, uh, you, you but both look so break. good I mean Sam just, I mean, you look so Sam was doing the same thing at my age are, are you doing something <laughs> Like, are you on diet or something? I am. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, Sam's I'm definitely killing on a diet. It, he's lost like a ton 20 of kilos. Yeah, he's killing it. Uh, so what are you doing? Like, can you share? He, he like, what's smaller. the secret? Two, it's, it's weird. It's mainly like I'm watching my diet quite strictly. Okay. And I haven't been drinking this year at all. Like, I've gone down in terms of pants. I've gone down like two sizes in my pants, and everything's like 
Yeah. But that's a bad thing, isn't it? Isn't that a bad thing? Oh, 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 you mean, oh, waste oh, size. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. You lost a lot of your… Me and Lucky were thinking of something else. Like you look… I know I'm not, I'm not trying to… No, I'm… I'm you look like, smaller. And I feel small. Like my thighs… But, are, I don't think my thighs have been this small since I was like 16. Are, are, are you <laughs> feeling, crazy. Are you feeling healthy? Because you do so much of television and doing a diet. Are you I'm feeling feel, like not I'm fatigued? I'm feeling great. Like I feel like I'm flying. Like I feel great. really light. Just so, on my so, feet. So, so you eat only once a day? No, or? I eat three meals a day. And then what's the secret? How you, you I'm, lose I so eat brown rice. I'm eating a lot more fiber in my diet. Okay. And I'm just… Um, I'm watching what I eat. So it's it's brown rice, fiber, lots of uh, leaves. So makes no sense. And but anyways. a bit of a bit of side dishes, yeah. And he moves really? around a lot. But I think yeah. alcohol that, uh, that helps yeah, a lot. Alcohol like, does help a yeah. lot. But I mean, look at Dave. Dave is hungover right now, Bro. And, he's, and he's looking the best as I've ever seen him. Yeah. I've, you should drink more. I don't often, know how, I think. Many, how yeah. much? How many times I can? I can't stress this enough. This is the first time I've drank in six freaking months. Ah, so that's why. I that, haven't drank in so that's, long. That's you what they keep making jokes about how I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <That's>, I don't <laughs> drink. That's what you keep telling you every time I meet you. Of, even Sam drinks more <laughs> than every me. Every time I meet Dave, he says like… I haven't, I haven't had a drink this year. Well, See, I had my drink one time on my birthday. That was the only time I drank. These are what uh, alcoholics usually say, guys. All right. You're an alcoholic. You drink a lot. Call it what you want to call it. I'm an alcoholic. God, I, I don't know how many times… I, <laughs> Dave is Dave oh. is going to blow his… Uh, you know what? It's, it's because the one minute. time I, hey, hey, I have a hangover. Everyone is always like, oh dude, it's so cool that you're not drinking anymore. And the one time I have a hangover, I just get shit on. That's, you guys. that's what life is, Dave. That's what life is, Dave. God. It's all right. That's it's all right. Would you, do you want me to go and get you a coffee? No, we've just got sit some on coffee my over. face. Yeah. <laughs> would you like some cheese for your wine? Oh, I, I would say <laughs> wine. You should try. You should try yeah. a shot of makali. It helps. No, <laughs> you, you've been in Korea way too long. Makali helps. Oh man. So uh, I guess we could kind of. Explain the connection here that we all have. Dave knows Andreas and Lucky. Yeah. Via Lucky's restaurant? Yeah. How did we meet Lucky? I think I, I went uh, in one time. I, actually, uh, it was Dave's birthday this Jan. And uh, Dave lives uh, very close to my restaurant. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to throw a party for his friends where there could be a flow of alcohol Wait, and everything. He was asking how we met. And that's birthday party. We finished our shooting. Uh, me and Anders were doing a show together. And I asked him like, you want to come to a birthday party of Dave? And he came and I think he met there. And oh, then we did a little skit with you afterwards. Oh, Andreas. Yeah. How I met Andreas. Yes. I thought yes. you were talking about how I met you. Me, uh, we were introduced by a friend in my restaurant. Who introduced us? Uh, Ali. Ali, that's right. Ali, yes. Ali, yes. that's right. So… Yeah, I actually didn't even know about Dave uh, until he came to my restaurant. Yeah. Like, like he was lucky. like all with this uh, like uh, mask and everything, yeah. and and he was asking me like, "I'm super popular. Give me a place where nobody can notice." Mm, that me. sounds like, like Dave. Who are you? I didn't sound. say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, did he have a mullet? Pardon? Did he have a mullet? Uh, the the hair on the back, like the. I I don't remember. I think so. I, I'm not very sure, but uh, like he was very shy. Like uh, like Dave. Is two person actually like Dave in real life and Dave in uh, in camera two different Daves so he was really shy. That's and, very true. Yeah, Dave is two people. He's like Doctor Jekyll, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, or is Mister Hyde and Doctor Jekyll? I don't know. He does have. He's very on camera and off camera, two different people. But I think I'm also very much like that. No, dude, you're the same. You talk. 
a lot. Sesame seeds. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to give some information. You're exactly the same. Like, yeah. Both the camera off and on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I met Dave in my restaurant, and then uh, Andreas met, and uh, of course, uh, Sam. I met like uh, some. Uh, yeah. I didn't well, like you for a long time. I don't know. I can't remember how I met Andreas. I think so. I met I met you, Sam, when we did a Chulbal Dream Team. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did a, a TV show that and Chejudo together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. really well, random. So, well, that sounds like what is that? What was it well, about? There's so it's kind of like it was an rat old, race. Uh, rat race. <laughs> it's rat race. Yeah, it's kind of a similar concept. It was kind of um, um, I knock out. There's a bunch of these. Even now in American television, where you have it's like an obstacle course that you have to run over and do all these physical ex- activities. I like to compare it to uh, American Titan. Are you kind of or gla- American <laughs> Gladiators or something like that? Yeah, it was uh, a version of that, but it but wasn't. a Korean version. Did you yeah. did you kill it? What were uh, you guys doing in that? Like we were- I'm not. My my lawyers told me not to speak about who I've killed, so I, I have to be. I have to un- uh-huh. count the scores. It was like the last ever show I think they filmed of that television show. And it was yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, because one of the- uh, So you guys killed the, the main, show basically. Because one of the main guys had, oh, a, had a- That's right. The, um, the guy that was the presenter of the show uh, got caught drunk driving and had an accident while drunk driving. Like here in here in Korea, yeah. that means you won't work in the industry for at least two years. Yeah, uh, people don't or maybe don't more than that. that. But he yes. but he actually he crashed his car and then fled from the scene. That yeah. kind of finished that show yeah. because he was so ingrained in that. Yeah, that he, if it wasn't so. him, that show didn't exist. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, was, I think recently they changed the 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 drinking law. Very now you can't even drink a glass of beer or something. I mean that's before. good, man. Yeah. You shouldn't be drinking and driving in the yeah. first place. People yeah. might not. Our international viewers black. might not know that, but in Korea, drinking and driving is taken very seriously. But you in the yeah. states, you know, a celebrity to have a DUI or whatever, it's, you know, they just goes by. But in Korea, it's just. And then you, have, you have so many apps here. You can call driver for like yeah, that's twenty dollars. You, know, you just call. You just call the Teddy Unjun. Like yeah. what, what, I don't even know. So it's like a Terry, substitute driver. Terry, they'll they'll substitute you, driver. Yeah. They'll come and drive your car home for you. Yeah, for, yeah. And it'll cost like ten, fifteen dollars. Yeah. It's yeah. not expensive at all. Yeah. But there is no need to get in a car and get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Yeah. But then yeah. you go to a country like the states. And my understanding is in the States, the way they test for that is they ask you to walk in a straight line and, and do the alphabet backwards. <laughs> really? I mean, it's not like over here you have to blow into the breathalyzer. No, and, they change Dave, that. No, can you they say… They use they have, say, yeah. Okay, Dave, can you say the alphabet backwards now? I no. can't say it when I'm sober. Exactly. Z- How are you saying when you're drunk? X, W, V, U, R, S. Oh my God. Q R S S R R O yeah no P- yeah. P- that is not that N M you're drunk Dave you're still drunk <laughs> Dave you're drunk you feel you're the best <laughs> it makes no sense that you can say to someone tell me the alphabet backwards to check if they're drunk how I'm is like, that justified if, if, if someone's even, even in my, in my of best, best condition I won't be able to do that yeah that's but hard to be honest Sam that's just an old wives tale it's not it's not what goes down yeah they, they, they literally just. Breathe in this, and they check. That's why I think that's like in the seventies. It's like 80s. Hollywood stuff, yeah. But they, do, do they do they have like over here? They'll shut down the road and they'll have like no, uh, no, no, no. They, they follow you. Yeah. So if they think you're drunk yeah. and see you swerving, they'll pull you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't. 
block down the roads Correct. and do tests over there. They don't do a random test in yeah. US. No, in, US. In, Australia, in Australia they do. They have like they don't we'll put a barrier points. and we just have, check every. No, in Australia they'll shut down freeways and they have a drink driving bus. <gasps> so the bus will go and the bus has you can do blood tests and everything in the wow. bus, and you'll see cars on the side of the road just backed up and they'll take lead them in. Test them and take them straight away. If you've been <gasps> and if you're driving. drunk driving, does Russell Crowe kick your ass or something? Is that what it goes down? <laughs> no, no. That, you have to pay extra for that. Oh, okay. That's but even in Australia now, they do they'll do drug testing as well. So it's not just alcohol. Like they'll test for any substance with your breath. Um, they do have technology. I'm not sure wow. exactly. I haven't lived in Australia for 20 no, no, years. No, Don't ask me. Yeah. You can't breath. <laughs> you can't do breath with uh, drugs. Um, they're pricks about it in the States. So I, I've, I've been pulled over randomly for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Just to check if I'm under the influence of anything. They can be real. Pr- it's way random in the States. Mm. Super random. Like mm. if you slightly move to the right or left, they'll pull you over. It sucks. And you know, I, I remember the, reading this while I was living in the United States. The number one reason why they pull over people for drunk driving is because when they start, when they're drunk, the number one mistake a drunk driver does they turn the lights on. Turn on the lights. Yep. But now most cars turn them on automatically when <coughs> it's nighttime anyway. Now we, we normally have <laughs> normally have a jar on the show, but uh, at the moment we're going through a bit of a process here at Dive Studios, and we've um, had a big budget cut, and they took away our jar. <laughs> so oh no! Give he us says, back the jar. He says as he looks at Diane with uh, a stink eye. F's in the chat for the Recession. jar. No, it's not the reset. We're we're about to um, we're about to move in a minute. So the jar got lost. It's been packed up in a box, I believe. Mm. So instead of pulling it out of the jar, but pull out of Sam's pants. <laughs> what? No, I've got it written down here. Uh, okay, <laughs> tell us about the life lesson you still follow to this day. A life Whoa. lesson. Life's a bitch, then you die. That's why you get high. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Well, you're not following it because you haven't died, died, you son of a bitch. Uh, 420. 420 life. Oh, my God. Vape Nation. (laughs) What What is going on? Dave is still drunk. (laughs) I don't know what Uh, to believe. Life lessons. Now, the lessons that growing up, maybe your parents said, you know, yeah, there's certain, like the early bird catches the worm, Mm, but your parents always tell you you've got to get up early in the morning, go to sleep. Early in the evening, um, there's certain things your parents tell you, but have any of them really stuck? No, you know, or has there been an experience? And maybe I, I find more often than not, your parents would say things, and you're like, "No, that's bullshit." And then ten or fifteen years later, you'd experience, and then you're like, mm. "Actually, they were pretty right with mm. that one." This is quite different in India, you know, because India has a lot of uh, philosophical background, and uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot of Sanskrit and stuff like that. I remember when I was a kid, my parents they put a little poster on my in my room, and it it says uh, like, uh, "You're born with empty hand. What you possess right now." somebody else had in the past and somebody else will have it in the future. Mm. You haven't created anything. You haven't destroyed anything. Uh, change is the constant of life. Oh. So don't uh, try to, that's been, in Korean we call that's it cool. kongsure kongsugo. So I always use it like, like you're always born with empty hand and you're going to go back with empty hand. So whatever you get in, the, in your process of life, this is just a process of it. So wow. it's so, always been stuck with me. Yeah. That's cool. So, so that's, that's kind cool. of like, 
you don't need to buy expensive cars and watches and well no that's what I mean, he means it I mean I mean I mean like you can buy but you don't have to be like uh, like very every, that's every, everything yeah. is uh yeah everything nothing you have has been created by you yourself so essentially you leave you enter this world with empty hands and everything's changing around you and you're just there while everything is changing and, pretty much as well. And, yeah. and to just, summarize it in a few terse words, like this, life's this, a bitch and this, then you this die. Cup might be. <laughs> 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 oh, so that's the Indian version of what Dave said. Life's a bitch and then you die. Nas over here. Like this cup might be in somebody else's hand this morning, but now I'm using it and maybe in a couple of hours somebody else might be using Wait, it. You that's know? really deep for me. Like that's a little too, like I'm, yeah. 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 Maybe I'm not philosopher. No, 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 no. It's um, you have to be a philosopher for this yeah. one. Feel. <laughs> I don't feel in, anything. In 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 in, in Sanskrit, <laughs> I'm in, dead inside. In Sanskrit, we call it Gita Sar. Gita is a holy book in Hinduism, and it's one verse from it, which most of the Indians uh, might be knowing it. So I just wanted to share with you guys. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. That's that's really cool. That's hmm. uh, it's it, it's it can be a little bit dark. In its it, own way, yeah, it's, you it's know, just like you're not, you, you're not really affecting I mean, like, anything. If, 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 if you gain something or achieve something, you shouldn't be too much uh, blah blah about yeah. it. And if you lose something, you shouldn't be too sad about it. I also like but other it ones. Also, it also like it, I guess it depends on how you look at it. But it also could kind of say in the big picture, you're not really much of anything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah there's there's two ways to look at it, and like Dave said, it can get dark, and it kind of says, you know what. <laughs> You don't mean anything in the big picture. You're just but, but, you're just traveling around this world. But if you look like a country like India with a population of 1.3 billion people, you know there are so many people who don't have uh, those uh, material uh, yeah. happiness in their life, but mm. they are still find uh, a maybe a, a mental strength mm. to still live a life because uh, you know you have other things. You have your friends, your mm. family, and other things to be happy about. So mm. yeah. It it kind of makes sense in a country like India because for that yeah, context. Yeah. Yeah. That that see that kind of takes me in a different direction from life's a bitch and then you die mm. to the best things in life are free. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of it's, if you look at the positive side of it, the best and, and like th- that's so true. Like you can't buy love and aff- well, you probably could you buy can. affection, but that is all free. Friendship. Mm. Mm. Those are things that you can't you can't put a monetary value on them. Yeah. I also like one more thing uh, I came across uh, was like the best plan is no plan. Like we do make so much plans in life, uh, but there's God's plan. And if you don't plan something like me, when I came 25 years back, I had no planning for what I'm doing right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought I might be just uh, studying Korean or mm-hmm. going back somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But now there are so many things which was not part of my plan and it's still happening. And, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, why are we all getting so sad? You want to cry? No, there's no? just nothing that I heard as a kid that really inspired me word wise. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you just have to remember. It could just be behavior. Just I pretty much. Did your mom have a motto or something? No, that she was my like, dad was. My dad was like, "Don't listen to rap music." That's what I did. <laughs> so I did the opposite. <laughs> so I did the opposite. Come here, listen child. to Trot. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that, but, Come here, child. Don't listen to rap music. Like that's uh, so I pretty much. And then other than oh, that, that's, that's that's very deep. But it could just even it could have been like a behavior that your parents kind of the belt. <laughs> Dude, unfortunately, I guess I wasn't that inspired as a kid, which reflected on 
my grades in school, mm-hmm. what I did, who I surrounded myself with. And honestly, the best thing that ever happened to me was coming to a country where I was a foreigner and I didn't have anything, no money. And I was a guest here. So I didn't feel like I had an advantage. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak the language. So out of survivability, I learned the language, made my own money. And that's the best thing that ever happened to me. That evolved me. But everything before that, I was just a, I just played video games. was kind of a stoner. Didn't do that good in school. So inspirational. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I think back to when I was a kid, there wasn't much. So it was ultimately really stepping outside that comfort zone. Yeah. So having to adapt, pre- right? Yeah. It's like being pushed out the door is kind mm. of what yeah. helped you. Yeah, yeah that, that helped me a lot. What and about you, Sam? What was your inspiration or anything you came across? For me, it's my mum used to always tell me, money burns a hole in your pocket. Mm, like as soon as I made money, any money, money like, burns the hole in your pocket. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? So as soon as I made any money, I spent it. Mm. Hell yeah! Like I'm like money. I've got a hundred dollars in my do, pocket. Do I'm like of, I'm going out do, and drinking a hundred dollars worth of alcohol. I, I'm sure Boom. you have so many Done. holes in your pocket these days. Well, see, but that's that philosophy. I like. I didn't understand it at the time. I'm like money. Yeah, you make money to spend money. That's what money is for. Mm. Now that I've become older and. It's a philosophy that I've been living with recently is I try not to tie up my money in assets too mm. much. I mm. like to have like cash. Food. Yeah, I like to have cash <laughs> that I can easily access because you don't know what's going to happen any day of the week. Mm. And for me, with what's been happening around the world this year, is crazy. it's been a perfect example for yeah. it. For me, having had that money and saying, I'm not going to tie it up in an apartment. I'm not going to tie it up in this, that, or a business or whatever. I want to be able to have cash flow. Mm. And I guess that's something that my mother getting on my back all the time about as soon as I had money, I'd spend it all. It, at the time, I didn't think about it. But as I've got older, it just is, it felt like it's kind of been embedded within me. Did you ever have any stress about finances at all, Sam? I grew, like, I grew up. In a single parent household, my mother would work nine till six, five days a week. Um, we didn't, we weren't poor, but we weren't like, we weren't rolling in money either. Mm. So it was kind of, I guess, middle income mm. kind of household. My mum had to, she had to work hard to buy a house. She had to work hard to take me on holidays. Um so I guess for me, money was something that wasn't always there. It wasn't something I was comfortable around. Mm. And when I did have it, it was kind of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have fun with it. Mm. I guess maybe if I had been used to having money at, at, from an earlier age, I might have been a little bit more conscious with how I spent it earlier mm. on in life. Mm. Sorry to cut you in between, Sam. You know, I just this thought came in my head, like when you're in school or college, how much money you captured in your head, like when I grew up, like if I get like a fixed income of this much money in a month would be good enough to leave. Because I always had a thought in my school days, like, like honestly, like if you can make like $200 a month, I can live the happiest life. That's ah, what I thought, you know, right. because I could do so many things in, with that much money when I was in, in, in that age. Yeah, time, in that, in that and, situation. and now there is like, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but it's, it's all relevant. Yeah, like yeah, the more money you make, the more you spend. Mm. And that's just the reality of it. Because uh, the more money you make, 
the more tax you're paying, so the, how, the more money goes so out. So how anyway. much money you make now, Sam? I'm not telling you that. <laughs> are, you a big, are you a big spender, Dave? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Really? Yeah, I need to stop like ASAP. Oh. That's, I stopped uh, using, I, I, I unsold the pedari minjok, the food, the, the, yeah, food, food app, delivery. The delivery so app. You don't, how much you don't did you spend last year on food delivery? <laughs> it was like $25,000. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. On food delivery alone? Yeah. Seriously? <clears throat> There's a lot of regrets, man. $25,000, that's like $500 a week. Here's the thing, okay, I had, I had, so I would always buy my staff dinner every single day. Mm-hmm. And I would. He's a very good. Was, now, very is good that employer. you just being generous, or you've is that, seen me order know, from your restaurant? He's, he's a very good employer. He's he always like, a lot. No, yeah, you've almost seen me every order day. from your restaurant. Almost every day. How much do I order? I think it was like ninety, 90 like ninety bucks. And you know, I always mama. give you free samosas for that. Yeah. You know that. I always just draw. I, <laughs> Let it be known the samosas. The were samosas service. were free. The samosas yeah. were free. It's I, like getting free. It's like getting free uh, mandu with. All right, so I don't. I don't really spend a lot of money on. Alcohol and stuff. I usually just just spend money on food and video games and electronics and computers. Yeah, electronics yeah, and business. Is, I mean, it, it's understandable. So, I I don't know. I just, I gotta, Are you a big spender, Lucky? I'm going Me, I'm, I'm, I I love electronics. I can just like like yeah. I, I spend a lot on in, in buying clothes and buying stuff. I don't know why I do it, but it's just like I don't buy clothes. it's just yeah. Yeah, but Lucky's got swag. Like it, like it's, got swag, it's, it's you know like I I I don't spend money on like uh, like too much on expensive brands or like uh, stuff like that. But you know I'm like a kind of a, a typical Indian shopper uh-huh. who is who will buy winter clothes in summer uh-huh. and buy a summer clothes <laughs> in winter. So I'm spending money, but then I'm always looking for the sale and stuff like wow. that. Like, looking for the deal. Yeah, I didn't, going I for didn't the know deal. I was it. Well, apparently, I'm an Indian shopper too. <laughs> <laughs> I do that on occasions as well. If 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 you ever uh, get a chance, do watch uh, this uh, Indian comedian. I uh, can't uh, Russell sir. Russell Peters. Russell. Oh, so, so he has a skit on a Indian guy uh, going to uh, do shopping in China. Yeah, this yeah. is like the worst people <laughs> <laughs> shop. Is Indian going to Chinese yeah, store man, because right Chinese thing. are the worst people to sell. Indians are the worst people to buy. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's from like 2007. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's hilarious. I didn't know you were a connoisseur. Yeah, I, I know Russell Peters. Of the Russell Peters. Andreas, yes. do you have a life lesson that's stuck with you? Protein uh, my lift. <laughs> <laughs> Protein lift and two sleep. Scoop, two scoops after a workout. <laughs> this, this is life model. Look at this muscle head over here. Yeah. Um, actually, my mother from a young age, she's been saying the same thing to me. Uh Thoughts determine what you want. Actions determine what you get. And she's been sticking to that for as long what, what, as I can repeat that. I can get it. So thoughts determine what you want. Okay. Actions determine what you get. And it's really uh, interesting. Apparently, it's it's blowing Dave's mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's yawning over here. I'm his mind. Dave's bored over there. I can't it's, wait not, it's not. It's not about. Dave, come on, you're the host. You can't, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. I'm sorry. Wow. This is how it's going. Huh. I just tell you what my, uh, my yeah. mom's life lesson yeah. and you're, uh, yeah. just it goes you're like, smart appreciate up. that man appreciate that <laughs> yeah. it has nothing to do with you man it's, it's, it's a lot of mistakes oh. that I made last night that oh, I spit on you I'm sorry. you made mistakes on- <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like oh actually- the spit smells like soju <laughs> it's like so a spitting cobra yeah, so, over no, there. Continue your life. It's like uh, actions uh, speak louder than words, essentially. Exactly. So it's like you got to go out. If you want to get something done, just gotta go out do and it. do it yourself. Yeah. Just got to do it. You just got to do it. That's, that's something I tell my wife all the time. There's only two ways to get something done in life. 
either do it yourself or frustrate the person so much that they go and do it for you. And then by frustrating, I mean like ring them up 10 and, times and, a day and ask them to do something. And then she changed the password for the door. Like, Sam, stay away. <laughs> no. I'm forcing you. <laughs> like, how can you give that life lesson to your wife? Does it work? Seriously? No, because when like, there's been experiences where she's had to deal with someone and she's like, can you do this for me? And they like, people, people are busy in their own lives getting things done and if I said to her if they're not going to do it after you've made a phone call either you do it yourself or just annoy the shit out of them Mm. 10 times a day be on the phone can you do this they haven't done it can you do this and either way it's going to work yeah. If uh, I ring you up 20 times in a day yeah. and ask you to do something, yeah. you're going to get so frustrated that you'll end up doing it for me. Yeah. You know, going off that vein, and actually to go back to what Dave was saying too. About you know, yawning. About having to adapt to situations and really changing your outlook on basically everything. Mm. Uh, one, I think, mantra that goes off of what you just said, Sam, is is just the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So if there's something that you need... Uh, that yep. you need that needs to be done that you really want to say but no but you feel very uncomfortable mm. you think oh man this is not the situation to say it i can't say it i'm too embarrassed i'm too uncomfortable and you don't say it right mm. then then you don't you don't get what you want you, you don't miss get, out on the opportunity yeah you miss out and recently i had you know i've been i was i was of number one perpetrator of that i always I always was nunchi. Like I always looked around and, and and I thought, no, man, I can't, I can't say that now. No, 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 no. Just, just bow, bow your head and say, okay, okay. And then I would go home and be like, and regret it. Yeah. Ah, like, oh, I should have said something. I should have done something. And, but these days more and more, I'm, I'm, I'm learning the cur- the courage to. Yeah, we're getting to, more vocal about your thoughts. Exactly. Well, you, the thing is, you don't have to be a bad person to say what you think. Correct. You don't have to be rude about it. If you're if you're polite and say this is what I think, correct. People may not agree with you, but they're not going to get upset. And your genuine, if you have a genuine concern, because I believe that people by their nature are not evil no. or you know mischievous by nature. They all have their reasons and the motivations. Yep. And as long as you communicate those in a civil in manner, a simple, uh, civil, but also very clear. Mm. You can't try to say. I'm going to try to be the good guy. No, yeah. you have to accept the fact that, okay, right now I'm, I am a little petty, but I'm going to be vocal about my pettiness. You know, you're going to, you have to be clear cut. And that's the hard part. Because if you want to do that, then you have to put down your pride. Yeah. Because, you know, whenever you, you, you're around people, you always want, you always want people to think that you're a good person and like mm-hmm. a, a very patient person, a very, you know, smart, yeah. but sometimes you're not that person. Yeah. And admitting that yourself is oftentimes the hardest part, but it is the first and most necessary part, I think, for good communication. Yeah. You, you, as soon as you start talking in circles, that's when it becomes miscommunication and that's when things getting get construed in the wrong way. Definitely. When I was six, my first grade teacher hit me when I yawned and I never told anybody that. So you have an issue with people giving no, you shit I, for I, yawning? No, no. I just it, that literally just reminded me that really? a teacher hit me one time and I never said anything for yawning. Yeah, I yawned and then that she was took pretty, me. That's then petty. she grabbed me to the hall and hit me. Really? Like really hard. Six years old? And I cried. Yeah. So that, I, I, that wouldn't have that, even been legal. That's that. it's extremely illegal, but I never said anything. Wow. She, and because I yawned and she just grabbed me and just. And she just whacked me on the side of the fucking head. Yeah, yeah I could have. She could have got fired if I had. But what? What was? It? So what was your attitude towards that teacher after being hit? I, I 
nothing. I was just like, I cried because I was six, six years old. The next how day, do you like, know, I, right? At six years old, how do you know what, how yeah, to deal I, with I, that? I, I guess I, I was because my parents hit me, so I was like, you know. I guess that's something you do. No, it's the teacher's turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess when, that's in Greece, it was the same I was same thinking too. about it. That kind of died out. And then later on, when I'm older, I'm just like, oh, I could have really fucked her career so up. You only, <laughs> got, you only got hit wow. once in your school time from a teacher? Never yeah. ever happened again? Yeah, wow. never happened again. I never, got, super I never got hit. Like, I, I, it was never happening maybe, in Australia. I'm trying to remember how many days I didn't get hit from my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but even in India right now, the police hit people for not wearing masks. Okay. I mean, with it's, big, it's big sticks. I saw it on YouTube. Because, yeah. you know, India was under lockdown for almost, what, two months? And these kids, because roads are empty, they're on their bikes trying to, you know, throttle full speed. And the cops are like, help us, like, come on, be responsible. If you have nothing very important, you're not supposed to be on the, on the street. So, yeah, the, the little sticks <laughs> would have been thrown out here and there. But Jeez. in school, you know, I'm always surprised in Korea, like uh, how this issue is. Uh, uh, Corporal like, punishment? Like if a teacher hits a student and the whole uh, situation with the parents, it's become very, very uh, difficult, right? Well, in Australia, if you touch a student, you, you could potentially go to prison. So I don't know how it works in India nowadays because I went to school like three decades ago. So mm. back in the days, uh, yeah, teacher could like, yeah, if you're not I'm doing sure your homework. I'm sure it's changed though, yeah. I, I think it has changed, but still it's not a very big issue in Indian school. Yeah, like yeah. if a teacher, mm. if you're doing something wrong, not without a reason. Yeah, I mean like, I, I think it's it's not a big issue, but of course there should be a... A system where uh, the students and uh, teacher relationship should not be in uh, like yeah. Speaking of um, Dave being hit as a six-year-old, I wanted to get into a a bit deeper into a topic, and it's about fears. So, what are you scared of? I mean, when you're children, it's generally you're scared of the dark, or maybe the boogeyman, or a monster under the bed. Maybe getting your pants pulled down in front of everyone at school when you're on stage in front of 500 people. Each to their own. Each Uh-oh. to their own. But how have your fears changed as you've changed, as you've grown into an adult? And for me, I've got my fears have changed exponentially yeah, I, mm, as an adult, mm. not even just as an adult. Mm. So, being as my fears have changed so much, I'll, I'll go first. I think when I was younger, I was. I was quite scared. I, being in a single parent household, I spent a lot of time alone. And my, I started to imagine, you know, what happens if someone uh, breaks into the house and I'm home by myself, you know, mm. like a home invasion. And I started getting scared of, of really small things. But then as I got older, I think the weirdest thing I was scared of was success. Mm. In Australia, being the smartest kid at school, being the kid with the greatest, the best grades, that was not something that people, other kids looked up to. That wasn't the cool thing to do. Interesting. So if you're a successful athlete, everyone was like, he's cool. He's good. I want to be like him. If you're a successful student, everyone's like, he's a geek. I don't want to know him. Mm. So success is something like you just want to kind of fly under the radar. Mm. You don't want to be, you don't want to stick out from the rest of the crowd. But- now, as an adult, the thing that scares me the most is failure. I'm scared of failing as not only as a, as a, just as a person in general, and it's not even my career I'm scared of failing at. I'm scared of failing as a parent. Mm. That's my biggest fear at the moment. Oh, but if, I- if I do something wrong and I'm like, how is that going to affect my children? 
And if I do something wrong, and that affects them for life. Like I look at my dad and my dad was, it wasn't, he was a shit father, but he was a good friend. So I still, he, he was my father and he will always be my father, but I don't think he was very good at that job. Mm. But we had a good relationship before he passed away, but I don't want to be that kind of father. And I think if, if I fail my children and if I fail as a parent, th- I don't even know if I could walk out in public. That would be the most, for me, that's just terrifying. You're doing how, a great that, job. But, but how did that relationship affect your development in a negative way, Sam? Because it seems that you've... I think if anything, it, 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 what it's done is it wanted me to become, I wanted to become a much better father because I've dealt with that. Mm. So it, it, puts you, it also puts you in the other direction. It hasn't, I don't know that it's affected me that much um, because I put a lot more effort into my children. And making sure that I'm there for them and give them what they want and do for them what they want to do. And it's also like when my father passed away, he he was like, like you said, you come into the earth with nothing in your hand. He left the earth with nothing in his hand. And that's part of the reason I work so hard is I want to set up it's it's about generational money. I want to send up set up money for my children and their children. Mm. That's what mm. I want to do in my career. Mm. And I, you know, that's just, these are things that just scare the absolute shit out of me. If one day I wake up and I'm like, and my kid's like, we don't want to know you. We think you're a shit father. Oh, that's what happened. You, you guys no, are so, no, like. But that's what I'm saying. That is. That's a fear you have in your that's mind. That's the but, biggest yeah. fear that I deal with. And it's, it's but it's, it's not just a father. It's feeling, it's fear, failing as being a husband. And even in. 2020, it's failing as being a you know a male in his 40s. So Sam, I'm I'm coming from I'm a different generation from you. Well, similar generation to Lucky, but I grew up. I was born in the 70s. I grew up in the 80s. The world was so much different then to what it is now. Yeah. And with what we're dealing with in 2020, is not what I grew up. I didn't grow up with those issues. Mm. But I have to adapt <laughs> as a person. You know, and and these are things that it it it's like. Am I a dinosaur? Am I, you know? Yes. Well, alien. Nobody needs to tell me I'm a dinosaur. But, but, you know, but that's also scary in a way a, as well. I have a question, Sam. Do you think it's a more powerful motivator, the fear of failure or the desire for success? Which one do you think is for a more him, powerful? It's obviously influences him to. From failure? Yeah. I think they both go hand in hand. What about you, Dave? Yeah. I think everyone has that. I don't have that. You don't have that, fear of failure? No, that whatever Sam just described, no. Because oh, wow. I've always survived. You don't look like that fearless to me. Yeah, but see, that's... But it's, <laughs> no, but it's a different... Like, I don't Seriously, have that you have theory. No, every, I think I, everybody I'm has I'm a trying, fear. I'm trying to talk, but apparently you ask questions and don't let me speak so on, on the matter. You, you have no fear? I mean, I'm was, trying to freaking explain <laughs> you. You, you have no stop fear? Talking. <laughs> Lucky, stop talking. You have no fear of yawning in front of people? <laughs> Am I allowed to go? <laughs> All right. Um, I got two fears and they're not the same kind of fears as Sam. They don't inspire me in any way. My first fear is cockroaches. And both of these fears, by the way, are due to my parents. It's their fault I have these fears. My How? first fear, when I see a cockroach as a 32-year-old grown man, I freak out. I run away. Do you scream? I, I, I scream usually, yeah. And I, I have a horrible fear of cockroaches. And that's because when I was two or three years old, 
uh, my mom, every time she saw a cockroach, she screamed. And when you're a little kid, the person you look up to the most, yep. well, the person is a pr- who protects you is your parents. So when I saw my mother see this disgusting little bug come and she screams and runs away, I but the, my first reaction is that's probably something horrible and dangerous. Mm. So up now, I had to, I literally called Sesco because there was a cockroach in my house, and I have Sesco come every like month just to make sure I don't have cockroaches in my house. Second fear is also due. To, the second fear is due to my father, and it's not his fault. I have a fear of flying. You guys all know I'm terrified yeah. of flying. When I was seven years old, there was a plane that crashed in the Everglades. My dad was supposed to go from Miami to Atlanta uh, for a business trip, and then he got really sick, and he still has that plane ticket. That he had to cancel the he had to cancel that appointment and. Watched the news that day and that plane crashed into the Everglades and everyone on the plane died. And my dad got <laughs> sick. He was supposed wow. to be on that wow. plane. And my parents, not knowing that they have a very, uh, you know, a very young kid that can easily be, you know, terrified by this. My mom cried and my dad freaked out. And I was like, I almost died. I was going to be on the plane. Well… <laughs> oh, so it had that effect. Huh? Had that, oh, yeah. I was just like, I was like, okay, planes equal death. That's, so, it, it's definitely like, I mean, if your parents had have reacted differently, and I would have been. <clears> excuse me. It's like I always try to look for the positive and the negative, and like the fate was on your father's side. Yeah, it's still like it's, it's like, holy shit! I didn't get on that plane. I lived. Mm-hmm. Like if he had have taken that reaction, Dave probably would have had a whole other philosophy yeah. on flying. That's what I'm saying when. You, as a father, don't show your kids your fears too much. Oh, I, I, this is not the worst. I this is something I've never them. shown my children like my fear yeah. of failure. This is something I've I've dealt with on myself. It's something I've never admitted. So you're not afraid of anything like I'm like not afraid petty, of, like like I, you roaches know or water slides. Water slides. Oh my god, I'm so afraid <laughs> oh of my water slides. Am, water slides gonna come I, in the middle of the I night. Am. You're <laughs> scared of water slides? I'm terrified of water I slides. Love water, water slides. Slide. Just water slides. Like, oh, 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 this thing. I just oh, don't yeah. like being <laughs> so, so high. Fun. Why are you scared of that? Like that. I, it's it's fear See, of heights. Height. I've I've had heights, scared. but I've I've do, do you have, through do you have them. fear of getting drunk? Like, no, I don't. Obviously. So, question, Dave. Do you have any plans on overcoming these fears? That's you don't just overcome these fears I, I'm i not mm. going to get anywhere near a cockroach mm. I don't need to well, no, so, but, so but, I, but I hang, on, hang on you potentially could overcome your fear of flying if you went and talked through it I, I get on planes though I get on planes if I have to I just with the sedative I, I, yeah and I, I'm shaking the entire you, but I have a question now Dave like, wow. like you said like you, you got this fear from your parents now, in future, if you become a parent, I'm not and sure. if you're gonna, I'm gonna. How are you gonna hide a, this? Like, I'm, I'm gonna hide it. How are you gonna? You gonna, gonna take squat, flight together? I'm gonna squash that fucking cockroach. I'm gonna get on that plane and act like I'm not afraid of the plane, just so my kids. Whoa. And then when they're old enough, I'll you're tell them. Act in front of the when kids. I'm old enough, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. tell them. Yeah, I'm afraid of this stuff, but I didn't want you to be afraid. Are you afraid of dying? Uh, not as much anymore. I used to be terrified of. This. Sometimes when I'm alone at night and I think about. The concept of not being alive, I get really scared. But see, that's, I'm 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 the opposite. I'm not scared of dying. Like the concept of dying to me is you're not something I'm scared of. Yeah, I'm going to be out of here soon enough. Is that what you're no, going to no, say? Any, <laughs> no, when you're dead, <laughs> you're dead anyways. Jesus you're not going to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of di- death. Is not something that yeah. scares me. I'm the thing that scares me is is the people you leave behind. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like yeah, it's the yeah, after effects. Death is going to happen one way or another. Yeah. I'm not going to dodge that bullet when it comes. I want to get frozen. Alright, Walt Disney. Yeah. I want to get cryogenically frozen. What happens if your head gets Mr. cut off? Because I'm pretty sure they'll never be able to surgically attach it again. I hope my head doesn't get cut off. <laughs> if your head gets cut off, are then you I'm not- dead, I guess. Yeah, they're not freezing you then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you guys afraid of anything? Lucky, what about you, man? Man, so many things. You know, I'm I'm a normal human being is afraid of so many things. I mean, like I, what I, Sam said, like, of course, I'm afraid of being uh, losing my success. I'm afraid of all the things he said. I'm afraid of cockroaches. I'm very scared of cockroaches, oh, but really? not because nice. of my parents or something. It's just like it's disgusting. It's, it's, it's disgusting, right? Like mm-hmm. Just like it's 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 fear. Hairy, you know, it's just like I'm, I'm shiny. Like bodies. I'm from India. You Ugh. can you can. And I'm scared of uh, touching snakes. I'm I'm scared of uh, really? snakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, I love pets. I love dogs. I love cats. What What about snakes? Scares you. It's it's the like the fact that you, they could kill you with their poison. Perhaps? No, I mean it's 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 just like. Have you touched a snake yeah. ever? Yeah, yeah it feels cool. It's very cold. <laughs> it's very cold. <laughs> so is ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do you, are you scared second. of ice cream as well? No, but one second. I never thought of eating ice cream and <laughs> holding a snake. Like, it's, yeah, it's, snake. It's, it's cold. It's, it's like cold. snake is very oily and it's like so cold blooded. You know, I, just like snake and tastes and like if, ice cream. God, I speak parcel tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I well yeah, I mean, like, yeah, all gen- genuine fears, but yeah, most important uh, because I also lost my father at a young age, and I, I, I have this fear of uh, doing something uh, which will uh, like make me disappear, or if I get killed, or mm-hmm. if I die, mm-hmm. what will happen to uh, my mom or something, mm-hmm. my family? Those yeah. responsibilities are fearful. So uh, yeah, I, 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 I do have fear. Like and I have fear of dying as well. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah I know. But I mean, like, it's like I don't want to uh, act cool and say like I, I don't have a fear. I mean, like everybody have their own thought process. But I, I try to do do things, eat my vitamins, drink ginseng, and everything to live as long as possible. All your ek. All your ek. <laughs> you look. You look good. Yeah, man. Like he's twelve years older than me, and I we look like brothers. <laughs> yeah. But that's because you've got lots of gray hair. It's, it's, it's a great hair. It's because he looks young, Sam. <laughs> yeah. What, what about young. you, Andreas? What are your fears? Uh, Losing all your muscles? Yeah. No. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let that happen. <laughs> I'll be working that out. That is my death bed. No, uh, wasted he'll probably He'll probably die doing a bench press. <laughs> <laughs> like just, there's no bench heavy enough to kill this yeah. guy. Like I'm saying, on, his de- the gym. on his deathbed. Definitely bench like, press. <laughs> All right, Sam. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> um, Hang on. That's not what you're scared of, is it? No. Dying with a, under a bench press. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm scared of wasting, wasting potential, wasting talent. That's my mm. biggest fear. I think there's nothing worse in this life than wasted talent. So... That's just my my biggest fear. That's what keeps me up at night. There's if, millions of people in the world that do that. Mm. I mean, wasted talent. I think most people are guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Tell me about it. Yeah. That's your biggest fear. That's my biggest fear. So, have so you, I, in your order, talents have all been used so far? Uh, I don't know. How I, I, I'm taking steps, you know that's why I asked you Dave like how are you trying to overcome it because for me this fear I think the only way I can overcome is actively doing something about it and like actively uh, doing what I don't like to do in order to overcome the fear and 
that's that's the stage of, in my life that I am right now is kind of like taking bigger risks. It's, it's also you can interpret like sometimes your fear also makes you strong mm-hmm. and motivate you to become uh, yeah. more uh, successful. So having fear is not a weak thing to have, I guess. Like it's sometimes a good thing to have. True. Yeah. In, that, in, that, in that example, it's exactly what you need to do is you need to to try and find your full potential. You need to go out and start doing things that get out of your comfort zone and start doing the things you want to do, yeah. even if they don't succeed. Yeah. Because that's how you live life without regrets. If you don't try it, you're never, you're never going to know what the result is. And if you don't know the result, you're only going to second guess and you'll, you'll die on your deathbed thinking, I wonder if I had have done that, what would have happened? Dave, oh. you want to do a bungee jumping? <clears throat> Hell no. <laughs> Fuck that. It's, it's so much that. fun. No. You know, have you ever Hell felt, no. have you went to this? I don't uh, like the feeling of dropping that, that feeling. I the, love it on the airplane. That's oh, one of the favorite God. things I on the airplane. It, dude. It's like your stomach. <laughs> the air pockets. Comes, the, the air pockets. When your stomach comes up to your throat and goes back down again. Right, right. Oh, you, I hate it's that like being on a roller dude. coaster. It makes me want to throw up and ugh, getting it in strange. It turns me on. It's weird. I don't so, know. Somebody get Dave <laughs> a drink. He needs a drink. All right. He's a, this, would you like me to get you a, a beer out of the. <laughs> no, I just want a water. There's a beer there? After this, yeah, after this there episode, I'm going to get a water. Beer, beer on gin tap tonic, there. everything. Mm, yeah. It's open bar beer. Why? Why are we only now? Why are we only now doing the podcast in the vicinity of alcohol? You had me at vodka. You're not drinking. Lucky doesn't drink. This guy drinks better than a fish. I I only he drinks drink alcohol. <laughs> like my my lesson in life: <laughs> we are not left with enough water in our in our earth, so we need to save water and drink alcohol. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know you drink a lot. Like I, heard a, I heard a funny joke the other day. He says, man, I don't drink water. Why not? Fish fucking it. <laughs> you only just heard that the other day. Yeah. I heard that when I was about seven. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's an old one. It's a like, very, very old one. It's like a horse I, walks into the bar and the bartender says, why the long face? Yeah. 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 It's one of those ones. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry to my li- to yeah. the listeners. No, no, no. Oh, Don't apologize sense. because I'm sure there's one listener out there that hasn't heard <laughs> that before. So it is still fresh to that one person. And we only need one person to make it fresh. Success. Success. Yeah. All right, uh, lots to think about there. Uh, I guess at the end of the day, everyone's got something they're scared of, yeah. each to their own. It's not something you can say, well, I don't know why you're scared of that because until you've walked a mile in someone else's shoes, you can't really make that judgment, can you? Nice. Wise words. Yeah, that was cool. Wise words. That was sexy. I've been working on it. I've been trying what, what, to up my game here. What, what's what's the name of the show again? Nonsensible. It's Why are you soft, talking so much sense in this soft show? Listening. Because it's just random thoughts that just nonsensible. jam them all together. It's like getting these random thoughts and sticking them in a blender, turning it on, and the juice that comes out at the end of it is just... Ugh, dude, the way you said juice, dude. You know, yeah. Juice. <laughs> well, excuse me for giving you some juice. Ugh, uh, God, nightmare. That's exactly what Dave needs now, some juice. I need some juice on my face. All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> don't even... Sorry, don't da- look sorry, at me Dave. like that. He does this every week. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> but first, I want to thank... TMI, uh, TMI. Thank the both of you for joining us today. Um, thank you, Andreas. Thank you, Lucky. Thanks for I, calling us. It's, you know, give always you fun to be with you guys. Opportunity, if there's something you want to um, yeah, shout out. Yeah, or? go ahead and uh, tell Pro us about your restaurant. restaurant. You know yeah. you want to do it. Uh, well, uh, I have a restaurant in Seoul uh, at a Hapchung Exit 2. It's called Lucky India. But more than that, you know, I recently launched uh, two YouTube channels. And uh, one is called uh, 
Samosa. And the other one is called Get Lucky. Get Lucky is all about Indian home-cooked vegan recipes. And uh, Samosa is all about uh, Korean life with foreigners living in their thought process. So yeah, do subscribe. We are newbie in the blog. Yeah, yeah and the... Actually, the the vegan recipes and the and when they're talking about the the cuisine is very interesting because some of the actually some of the recipes are just delicious. Yes. So for the vegan audiences out there, or if you're interested in vegetarian eating a little bit healthy, just definitely check subscribe that out. to Lucky. Yeah, Get that Lucky. I, I have 400 subscribers right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 400 is a get start. Get lucky. That's a please. start. You know, what's the problem? Like, get lucky. When I, like, whenever I ask my friends to uh, to search for it, the song from Daft Punk is so many versions. It's so popular. Oh. My channel, Get Lucky, is down bottom. <laughs> you, know? so you have to scroll down a little bit. But also in Australia, when someone says you're getting lucky, it has a whole different meaning. Yeah. 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 Mm. Get lucky, get <laughs> India. <laughs> also, guys, youtube.com slash dive pods you can find our full episodes in their entirety on their new youtube channel wow so if you guys missed seeing our faces while listening to the podcast you can dive on over to <laughs> that sorry i actually saw a few of your pods i'm sure not many people really <laughs> I, missed their faces I, I, but that's I, fine that's i fine. actually saw a few of your episodes on youtube and this is fun i get to know like uh, how sam became father and how dave sold his car you know so it was quite funny also on youtube.com backslash dive studios is where you can find the highlights. Instagram and Twitter at the dive studios. Um, and make sure to leave a review on our podcast on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and we have our episodes on Spotify as well. So make sure to dive on into there. And <laughs> you should say instead of dive on, you should dave on over should, there. Uh, you should dave on over there. That sounds like a sexual innuendo. Were you just um, looking at Diane? And were you just looking at Was, the, was <laughs> Diane I, just I, giving you tips on what to say there? I thought yeah, there was a prompt or something. She was bouncing what I should say. And just make, and hit like and subscribe and turn bell notifications on. Um, Andreas, anything you want to give a shout out to? Also, of course, if you want to give out your uh, Instagram or whatever. Get Much love followers. to all you guys. Uh, keep checking in for more content. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Make sure to that. follow him on Instagram, Andreas the Greek and Andreas the Spartan. Correct. Yeah. And wow, you remember both of them. Yeah. What about this guy? Lucky in Korea. Lucky in Korea, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you go. He's like uh, a… He says, David like Yours is the hardest to remember, Sam Hammington. I know. <laughs> I made it really <laughs> difficult. Say it again. I need to write it down. <laughs> Hammington with two M's? <laughs> Dude, for the longest time, I thought your name was Hamilton, like the hotel in Itaewon. If, if that was my hotel, I tell you what, I would not yeah. be doing this yeah. podcast yeah. right yeah. now. You know what? I'd be sitting at the Hamilton, Hamilton Hotel swimming <laughs> pool, this, 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 counting this, my money this every is, day. This is… This is not this is not fake news, but one of my manager actually told Sam has a building in Itaewon. Oh jeez, there's a lot of rumors. Don't believe. Is, is it, is any it truth or them. is it a rumor? It's a rumor. If I had a building in Itaewon, but but where it comes from? Like so many people tell, I like you. I have a building. If you guys, bye guys, and Sam owns a building in Itaewon. <laughs> Hey, I leased a building in E2 on a few years ago. I no longer lease it. I do not own it. Andreas, lucky thank you for joining us. Nonsensible with Sam and Dave. We'll be back again next week. Sam owns a building. <laughs>
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.